Welcome back, everybody. D Sizzle here, back at it again with another Sports Talk podcast episode. And today we will be talking about the World Series Game 3 last night between the Dodgers and the Rays, college football game day picks, and some NBA headlines. So let's get started. Last night's game between the Dodgers and Rays was very anticipated to see who would take charge heading into Game 4 tonight. Folks, the Dodgers last night looked... Just almost identical as they did in game one. They had the right pitcher on the mound. They were hitting the baseball, not going for the home run balls. The home run balls came naturally to them, which is how they need to play. Although Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger only went three for nine, the rest of the supporting cast stepped up. Max Muncy had two hits. Justin Turner had two hits. Jock Peterson hit one. Austin Barnes. The whole Dodgers team as a whole combined for 10 hits as a group. Folks, the Dodgers, they needed to do what they needed to do to take charge back into the series. They put the right pitcher on the mound for this game that they needed to do. Walker Bueller pitched in six innings, only allowing three hits, and he had 10 strikeouts with an ERA of 1.50. Now, as far as Tampa's situation... Like I said yesterday, the three best hitters, in my opinion, needed to step up big. Folks, that didn't happen. They had one hit between the three best hitters, in my opinion, on this team. Austin Meadows, Brandon Lowe, and Kevin Kermeyer. One hit. One hit out of ten at-bats between those three. And on top of it, the pitching was not good for the Rays at all. Charlie Morton, we all thought, would have a great game. Folks, that wasn't even close. The Rays as a whole had four hits, and they were struck out 13 times. Very disappointed from Tampa in the game last night. Hopefully they could do better tonight in game four. Charlie Morton only pitched four in the third innings. Allowing seven hits, only getting six strikeouts, and his ERA was 10.38. What Tampa needs to do is, like I said, if you can play reverse psychology on the Dodgers, use their strategy, get on base, don't allow the home run ball, execute on the defensive end, Tampa should be fine. They should tie the series up. But I believe that the Dodgers right now are now finding their groove. They're only two wins away from a world championship, folks. The Dodgers are in prime position. The way they played last night is how they need to play if they're going to win a world championship. College football game day picks. A lot of great anticipated matchups in today's games, along with the Big Ten football starting today. Highly anticipated around the world. And all you Big Ten football fans out there. Clemson takes on Syracuse. I'm not too worried about it. Clemson should roll right through them. Ohio State, number five in the country, starting their season in the Big Ten against Nebraska. I believe it should be close, but I think Ohio State prevails, wins the game. Now, as far as North Carolina is concerned, They're coming off an upset. They're trying to bounce back into this game and bounce back into the standings. 
I believe they do that. Sam Howell will have a better game this game. I believe he throws three touchdowns. North Carolina gets back on the win column. They try to sneak back into the top ten. Oklahoma is on today. They're trying to get back in the win column. Try to fight in prime position to play a perfect bowl game because I, the unrealistic fact is their college football dreams are done. They took two bad losses. They're just fighting now to get respectfully get back into a bowl game. Spencer Rattler, I believe, will have a great performance against TCU. I think he bounces back. I think Oklahoma wins. They get right back to where they need to be. Later on today, we have Alabama, Mac Jones, then the Oklahoma off or Alabama offense. I'm sorry, the Alabama offense that is rolling through every bit of competition. They roll through Tennessee, Notre Dame, and Pittsburgh. Notre Dame looks good. They were struggled against Louisville, but I think they put up better offensive numbers. Penn State starts. Their Big Ten football today against Indiana. I can see Penn State's going to roll through that one. I believe they win. Michigan. Now, a lot of you are thinking Jim Harbaugh needs to find a way to get into the top ten of the rankings and at least compete this season in order to, to, I believe, save his job at Michigan. I believe it's close. I believe it's a one-score victory for Michigan. Now on to NBA news. The biggest news around the league right now is that Miami Heat general manager Pat Riley is now looking to keep this team together and tries to keep this core intact to make another deep playoff push. His goal is to take care of the players that he has right now, possibly add Danilo Gallinari to this roster, which I believe would benefit Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and the other supporting cast of this team. Do I believe Miami still has a chance to make it back to the finals? The competition is only going to get bigger in the Eastern Conference. With Brooklyn now healthy... Milwaukee coming back. Who knows how the Sixers will look. They're shaky. Doc Rivers is there. We'll see how that happens. But I believe Miami is going to do whatever it takes to keep this core together and to try to run back the Eastern Conference to try to get back to the championship. Goran Dragic is the free agent. Do they make the decision to re-sign him? Do they make Jimmy Butler... The primary ball handler? Do they trust Tyler Hero running the offense? His ball handling was shaky in the playoffs. As far as getting double team, losing the ball, committing turnovers. I just believe that the Miami Heat have a lot of big decisions coming up. What are they going to do? It's very anxious to see how that goes. Big news yesterday. As Amari Stoudemire has agreed to join Steve Nash's coaching staff in Brooklyn. To me, it was a big shockwave. I never thought that Amari Stoudemire would be a coach in the NBA. 
I know he was still playing ball overseas. He played in the big three. He looks really good. He looks really good out there. He's in good shape. But I believe his playing days are behind him as he focuses now on coaching. Now I know Stoudemire and Nash executed the pick and roll of Mike D'Antoni's offense in Phoenix. But will they do well successfully as coaches? I believe they have great basketball minds. It's only going to help the core that Brooklyn has with them, with with their two bigs and DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen, along with their two stars, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and their supporting cast of Dimwitty, Karis LeVert. I just believe Brooklyn's only going to get better in free agency. I believe Steve Nash is going to have a really good coaching staff here in Brooklyn. I'm very anxious to see what, how Brooklyn turns out once the season starts. The NBA has also proposed a 72-game season starting at around December 22nd. With the season ending just before the Olympics. My personal thoughts on this, I think it's a good idea. But are we rushing too much into the season? The draft is only a month away from the start of the regular season. Free agency starts shortly after. Will there be a preseason in the NBA? I would like to see it to see how teams adjust, their chemistry rolls in, see how lineups, certain lineups would look. It's very interesting. We'll, we'll keep a close eye on how the season unfolds. The NBA is going to host a virtual NBA draft like the NBA draft did. I believe it's the best idea concerning the COVID-19 pandemic. I believe that this draft, even though it's virtual, will have just as high of ratings as the NFL draft did when it was virtual. I was a fan of it. I thought it was going to be very not as entertaining. The energy wasn't going to be there. But I believe that this draft is going to be just as exciting for fans and the prospects coming into this draft. I'm very anxious to see how that turns out. Stan Van Gundy becomes the coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. Stan Van Gundy, deep down, is a really good basketball mind. In Orlando, you see how good of a coach he was with Dwight Howard and all the supporting cast they had. He made the NBA Finals with Orlando. He is a good coach if you give him good pieces. Now with the Pistons, it was kind of shaky. You could put any coach in that position with that Pistons team he coached. I don't think any of them would have been successful. I believe the Pelicans is a better situation for Stan Van Gundy than what he did with the Pistons. He has lots of great young talent to work with in New Orleans. I believe he's going to get the best out of Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and everybody else on that team. I believe he's going to get this team into prime playoff position, and it's going to help New Orleans grow up in a hurry. That's all we have here today, folks. This is all out. Have a good day, everybody.